What do you love about being outside and active? I'm, I'm sure I've spent more time outdoors than in. That just feels like home. Enjoy what you can do because you never know what is around the corner. Just being outdoors in the fresh air, it just clears my mind. Fully immersed in nature is what brings me the most joy. Hello and welcome back to the Outside and Active podcast, where this week our special guest is Mark White, who's teaching us how to run grateful. One day it will feel like walking. The words of Mark's friend after he explained he had been running for a few months but concluded it wasn't for him. After hearing these words, one day it'll feel like walking. Something shifted for Mark. His whole relationship with movement changed and in an instant he was on his way. In 2002, Mark found himself in rehab for drug addiction. And as part of his rehabilitation, he was introduced to gratitude work. Very quickly, he realized being grateful was a powerful vehicle to uplift him. Fast forward to 2020, one day Mark took on a challenge with a friend of running a mile on the hour, every hour, for 24 hours, and he decided to attach each mile to gratitude. Consequently, Run Grateful was born, and today their community spans across 80 countries. And in this episode, Mark shares his story and speaks through the importance of being grateful. Learn how and why to run a grateful mile in this episode. Just before we go into the conversation with Mark, I want to ask each of you for a 10 second favor and that is to share this episode or this podcast as a whole with someone who you think would enjoy it just as much as you it might be a family member a friend a colleague someone who you think would benefit from these conversations especially during january everyone's doing resolutions and this episode might help someone out so just take 10 seconds share it and it'll help more than you can even imagine so thank you for doing so right let's get straight into this conversation with this week's guest mark white Mark, thank you for joining me on the Outside and Active podcast. It's, it's a pleasure to have you here today. And I'm going to kick this uh, chat off by offering you a piece of advice. And that's a piece of advice that comes from a previous guest on the podcast, which today comes from John Myatt, who is someone who has run every day for almost 30 years. Every single day, he gets up. To, he, he basically said, he made a decision, I think in 1994, instead of going, you know, sometimes we go, oh, shall I go for a run today? Shall I not? Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. He said, Instead of asking myself loads of questions, I've asked myself one question in 1994. Am I going to run every day? In, you know, and, and he does, and he, and he has done. So that was an interesting chat. And his advice for you was to set yourself targets to help you stay active. Now, his target was to run every single day, which he says is quite extreme. Uh, but his advice is set targets and it'll help you stay active. Are you quite good at setting targets? A uh, good bit of advice, and uh, he sounds like he's, uh, yeah, quite, that's, uh, that's very consistent, eh? Very consistent. Uh, um, yes, I, I think I am, personally. I've got my own way of doing things. Um, I've got my own structure, I suppose, of uh, how how I tend to work and think about what needs to be done. And, yeah, nothing's perfect, but, yeah, I've got, um, yeah, I've, I've done quite a lot with, with, with my way of thinking. So I suppose yeah, you always want to improve and, and educate yourself as you go. But I think the fundamentals are in place. Yes, uh, definitely the fundamentals are in place. So, uh, so with that, uh, I'm hopeful that more can be done. Love it. That's one opening tradition. The other one is a question I asked to absolutely everyone. And that is, what do you love about being outside and active? What do I love about being outside and active? Um, I love most of what it brings to be fair um there's not really a bad thing i can say about it and 
I suppose it taps into the gratitude conversation, which I'm sure we're going to dive a bit deeper yeah. into with Run Grateful. But um, you know, no matter what what happens outside, you know, the 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 time, the 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 season, the weather, there's always an opportunity to kind of go out and connect. And uh, as the guy has been doing since 1994, more often than not, is uh, yeah, just to kind of move, be active, and just yeah, just kind of embrace it all really um, embrace what comes a bit like life really like I said no matter what <clears throat> what the circumstance outside you've got to invite it all in you can't choose the best moments sometimes because sometimes the best moments are when you least expect it so yeah any invitation to get outdoors and, and connect with uh, your surroundings and where you live or the people you have around you is is okay by me and it's, it's yeah I've never regretted it anyway put it that way when I well, got wet <laughs> and cold and uh, sunburnt and whatever the, you know the weather is but uh, but yeah, I've never regretted it ever I think most runners can can uh, appreciate and empathize with that feeling for sure um when I chat to people and find out about their stories and where they are now I'm always interested by the stepping stones and kind of wanted to find out what your background in running was more specifically where it kind of came to you has running always been part of your life or is it something that set you on a trajectory to where you are now and something you found later in life? Yeah, I definitely found it later in life. Uh, depends who you talk to, really. I'm not the oldest guy in the world now. I'm just turned, uh, just turned 40. But, yeah, definitely kind of uh, wasn't part of my life growing up, apart from the standard stuff you've got up to at school. But it's never really anything that I loved or was obsessed with or felt I was any good at. I was pretty quick um, from a sports day point of view. And uh, I played a little bit of rugby and stuff. They put me on the wing because I could uh, <laughs> Be fast. get from A to I could get from A to B pretty quick. Yeah, but you know, my relationship with running was either near or there. Really, it wasn't a negative experience. Like I said, it definitely didn't inspire me to think I found my lane. Um, unfortunately, I say unfortunately, fortunately, whatever way you can describe it. At the time, it kind of supported me in a deluded way. But uh, I kind of, uh, I, you know, in my teens, I went down a different direction because I found, you know. Benson and Hedges and you know and uh, Stella Artois and other mind-altering substances and girls and discos and <laughs> all that jazz. So uh, yeah, so the running I, I retired early and uh, and then picked it back up again later on, which is back in 2010. So a good period of time. You know, I've been I've been at it pretty consistently ever since then, and uh, and that was to give up the Benson and Hedges. I did transition into mobile lights, but uh, yeah, my main reason to to give running a go was by uh, a good friend of mine who decided to give up smoking at the same time, and uh, he mentioned that running might be a good way of keeping us accountable and keeping us inspired and uh, get us fit, and uh, yeah, so that was my reason for why to start. Uh, little did I know that it was literally going to change my life and everything that I've done ever since has just been as a byproduct of yeah, getting out there and getting that first run done. So getting back into it again and finding running, was that, obviously your friend suggested it, more for the physical positive elements or the mental elements as well or a bit of both? Yeah, do you know, do you know what, that wasn't really... that wasn't really on my mind at the time. It was literally, I wanted to give up smoking it was, they're not good things. They're not good for you. You know, it's not rocket science. I mean, by that stage, you know, um, a good few years ago now, but, uh, you know, the awareness around cigarettes and the pictures they put on the packets and my daughters were now beginning to read and they could see smoking kills and they used to kind of ask dad, what does that mean, dad? And you can't really give a, 
you can't really give an answer to that really because even as you're saying that aloud you even say to yourself wow like this is my what you're doing so to cut a longer story short you know it was literally to give up smoking it was to give myself the best opportunity to stay off uh, the cigarettes and um you know my life prior to to running consisted of lots of positive habits you know i kind of got into the routine of looking after myself mentally more than physically um so yeah I, I was kind of tuned into a certain frequency and i knew that take cigarettes out of the equation i could maybe take that to new heights uh, with the physical element to it um because yeah the idea of being fit etc was was definitely something that attracted me um but i'd never really had no hard evidence to know what fitness could bring and now i know on reflection that actually it was the missing component it was yeah my, my that same guy actually that same friend of mine that um invited me into the beautiful thing called running he actually said to me there's no better feeling in the world than feeling fit and uh like i said until we kind of experience that for ourselves we don't quite believe it and uh we kind of i'm not expecting him to tell me lies i didn't go that far but i didn't really understand what he meant and uh but now i do absolutely feeling fit giving yourself the best opportunity to to be as fit as you can i'll never get whatever that means whether it be running or just moving or you know whatever activity kind of floats your boat it's a great feeling and and add that to the to the mental side of things and yeah it, you know it's a winning combination and one that i promote very heavily and um but yeah just on a personal level one that i yeah most days be like that guy might not run every day but definitely every day it's definitely something that's uh, on my list of things to do in some form or another i couldn't agree with you more on the on the the feeling of being fit side of things completely agree um where did then that take you from, okay, you're getting into running, you're enjoying the feeling of getting fitter, of being fit. Where are the steps and sort of the timescale that then takes you to maybe where the beginning of Run Grateful starts? Yeah, um, yeah. well, a lot, a lot happened. Uh, there's a big chunk of time there, which was, you know, quite an exciting time, very up and down time, creatively and entrepreneurially and and everything in between, really, that kind of journey of um, trying to, yeah, have an impact in the world, trying to show up in certain ways and contribute the best way I could. Um, that was in me, obviously, prior to starting to run, I kind of, uh, I was inspired to kind of reach my full potential and to kind of see what what I was capable of. Um, and running really just, uh, I think I've already kind of uh, mentioned something along the lines of taking it to new heights. You know, running definitely added fuel to that creative fire and uh, this kind of creativity in me was just alive, really. And um, so 2000, so that was 2010, I kind of uh, gave up smoking, started to run. Uh, got quite ill quite quickly, actually. Uh, very shortly after that, as mad as it sounds, I actually got pneumonia and pleurisy, wow. um, which kind of yes, you know, took me uh, took me back in a, a period of time. It was a real moment there where yeah, it got a bit hairy for a while, and I was in hospital for a little while, and the recovery was 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 uh, was slow. Um, I was also you know I, I think I've mentioned in a roundabout way that I'm a dad so I had daughters I had responsibilities I had a wife I had mortgage I had all this kind of stuff that what I was getting up to on a, on a daily basis wasn't what I do now it's very transactional um, it was okay you know I wasn't unhappy um, definitely knew that I wasn't born to 
to do what I was doing and I might have had a bit more to give but you know having girls and uh, and, and other bits and pieces does restrict you somewhat um, not that like I said I lost any sleep over it it was just the way life was and, and I fully accepted it yeah. and loved it and embraced it um, but yeah to, uh, a long, longer story short <laughs> is that uh, after starting to run and all these creative juices were running through me I did feel like I had this entrepreneurial spirit in me that I had to honour and uh, the ideas were flowing and my local town of Hoddesdon over in Hertfordshire um, yes you know I, I just felt like I could I could create something pretty meaningful so uh, this idea called give your town a run around uh, which is ultimately hyper local you know uh, relatable local people local places local things local businesses if we could kind of create an opportunity to gather in town you know, a lot of the conversation was around town centre vibrancy and how we thought about where we lived and about how it wasn't how it used to be. And I was always of the nature that it never was because people were saying that then. So things always evolve and, you know, how we how we feel part of something kind of changes as we get older and mature and our circumstances change. So it's a big conversation. So all this kind of stuff now that I'm telling, uh, I'm speaking to you now about was just things I was thinking about. So Give Your Town a Runaround was my opportunity to maybe do something and kind of create this space where we could champion where we live, contribute to where we live, and get people together in town to run around it. And uh, and it was amazing. So that was 2013. Never had any experience uh, prior to event management or putting on anything of this at all. It completely left field for me, completely. All a learning uh, but curve. I the, all a learning curve. I love the creative process around it and meeting people and bringing people together and connecting people and, you know, just coming up with the, the designs and the adverts and the commercials because all this is pretty new for a little town in Hertfordshire. You know, this stuff you found in the running culture, the running crews of London and the Adidas and the Nikes and the glitz and the glamour of the cities, towns like us. I thought, let's bring some of that energy to the towns. So, cut a longer story short, you know, a, a few years passed, I created Your Town, which is a community interest company. We created Your Town Runners, Your Town Walkers, Give It Town a Run Around was just going from strength to strength, lots of interest, being recognised as one of the best ideas for towns in the UK. I got voted the top social entrepreneur in the UK later on. Um, and it was great. It was working. It was, it was you know, amazing. I was finding my purpose. I was finding my spirit. This is what I wanted to do. I wanted to have an impact. And, uh, yeah, you know, 2020 happened. And, uh, yeah, we couldn't see each other. Um, I always knew that maybe your town wasn't going to be my eventuality just because of the nature of, of community-orientated organisations. Is It's not commercially led. It's more yeah. impact-driven. So I had to get that balance in life because it was taking more than I had. And uh, But the impact was just the fuel because that's that was amazing to know that the the impact it was having the changes it was making the, the people's stories and and how it kind of galvanized and, and inspired and energized them was just why i do what i've done but like i said it wasn't sustainable necessarily but it still exists it's still doing beautiful things in various places and it's going from strength to strength with your town runners etc but yeah you know a lot of that fed into run grateful so um yeah 2020 happened and Run Grateful was born, and I'm getting to my own voice now, so I'm sure you can duck in here with a bit of a question around it all, but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, was, I, need to, I need to take a breath. <laughs> yeah, take a breath, grab a cup of tea. Um, one of the quotes I think I'm sure I saw on the website, on a mission to connect the world through movement and gratitude. And that's quite a, it's quite a high mission statement. That's quite different to connecting a town and having an impact on a town, small town in Hertfordshire, like you said. Is that Does that kind of characterize you in terms of 
reaching big goals and setting big goals. And it kind of winds back to the idea of setting targets that John said about at the beginning. Uh, yeah, listen, it's, it's all in the same conversation. You know, there's, it's like anything, you know, it depends on who you talk to, but missions and visions and all that kind of stuff is important, part of the landscape when you enter into something and, you yeah, know, what you're working towards. But I don't, sometimes I've had a funny relationship over the time with this type of stuff because I don't want it to feel like a headline. I don't want it to feel like, uh, okay. you know, just attention grabbing, you know, just, oh, that sounds all nice and romantic, you know, but, uh, but listen, it exists. It is a powerful statement. Um, and through my experiences with your town in particular, I know the power of connection. I know the power of what can happen when, you know, a collective kind of comes together and, and I know the power of gratitude because it's changed my life, saved my life. It's a huge gigantic anchor in my life is saying I always lean into every day so you talk about running every day gratitude every day for me as well you know so you know and I'm not unique you know so uh, what I mean by that is is this stuff is pretty accessible for all it's just uh, there's a, like an education piece and then amongst that gratitude is a word that is used often and maybe people see but you know they don't uh, for whatever reason practice it you know consistently or they don't feel or they kind of just genuinely speaking as a headline kind of uh, just assume yeah I'm grateful of course I'm grateful I'm grateful for x y and z we're actually like a lot of things in life if you dive a bit deeper and it's not always so heavy but if you look into it a little bit then actually it can it can really take you places and could really change lives you know and transform lives so yeah for the power of the grateful mile which is only what we represent and run grateful you know I think we can you know transform lives by connecting movement with gratitude and and yeah, just uh, sprinkling some awareness around that is 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 what is what we're doing. So tying tying it all together because people listening that maybe don't know exactly what run grateful is, um, they're kind of getting the idea of running and the idea of connection and gratefulness. But what is it that about you know practically about run grateful that people get involved with, and what is it that you actually do, and how do you bring people together, and what is its purpose? Well, so going going back to what you just mentioned there about, you know, I believe that we could kind of create a more connected world. You know, I really do. You know, um, there's a, I say noise, um, it's, it's more serious than noise. Um, although some of it is, is, is noise, but, uh, but yeah, listen, we always live in a heightened state. You know, there's always things going on, no matter where you're from, yeah. you know, what part of the world you're from, what the situation is. I think as humans to be on the same page at any given time is very tough. You know, how we relate, um, is very tough, and uh, so if we don't identify, we tend to judge, and uh, you know, and that divide that kind of goes on, and you know, as we all evolve and the world's changing, it's like how how are we moving with that change, how we're adapting to that change. You know, it's a big conversation, very big conversation, and uh, yeah, but you know, I really believe that kind of that more connected world through movement and gratitude can kind of have a dent in bringing people together, you know, what, what do we have in common? You know, what can we do rather than what we can't? What have we got rather than what we haven't? Where do we come from rather than where we're going? You know, and just kind of flipping a lot of it is on its head, really. Um, and, and I think a lot of good work, a lot of life-changing work, a lot of transformative work, there you go, um, <laughs> can be done within a grateful mile. So that's the initial invitation with us, to go out and experience a grateful mile you know and uh, to show people you know, they can improve their mental and physical well-being you know through a grateful mile and to experience it at least once in their life is saying it's very important to me and what we mean by a grateful mile is just use that chunk of time you know whether you walk or run it whether it's 
you know, for some people, six minutes, for some people, it's five minutes, you know, or whether it's 15, 20 minutes, you know, wherever you do that mile, just kind of use that time to maybe focus on something or someone that, that you're grateful for, that uplifts you, that inspires you, that guides you, or an experience that you've had, anything, no matter what it is, even if you feel like you haven't got anything to be grateful for. Maybe you're in a certain stage of life where you feel like life's against you and, you know, you're kind of clutching at straws regardless. There's always something to be grateful for. If you're lucky enough to move, then that's a huge, gigantic thing that we might often take for granted. So some people can't for whatever reason. Um, so, yeah, whatever it is, whatever your reason, to get out there, use that as your fuel for that mile and then we hopefully can take you on a bit of a more mindful movement journey and um and go down a bit of a rabbit hole with it really or whatever it is like i said the rabbit hole hasn't got to be so scary and fearful uh, for some it can be really light and uh, could just be used as a as a way of inspiring you and to kind of go out there and inspire others but for others they might want to kind of go on a journey with us and you know become more self-aware and to get positive practices in their mind around gratitude work or other things of that nature. And, uh, yeah, it all kind of starts within a mile. And uh, and that mile could turn into 2, 10, 12, whatever the case may be. But to invest a mile in yourself a day, for me, feels accessible and uh, and, and obviously doable uh, for, for most people. You know, you'd like to think so. And if not, that opens up another conversation around, okay, well, if you can't go and walk at least a mile a day, then what are you doing you yeah. know and uh, you might be doing other things i'm not belittling what they do do but i feel like the the relationship you can kind of have with this uh could yeah uh, could could do a lot of good on top of what you already do it definitely struck me when i was reading about this and researching about you and, and what run grateful stands for is that I was thinking, okay, well, yeah, of course I'm grateful for, I know you kind of touched on it there, of course I'm grateful for my family and being able to run and being able to travel and the, maybe the, the, where I live in the world and it, compare yourselves to other parts of the world that maybe aren't so uh, fortunate. And I was like, well, actually, do I actually take, whether it be five minutes or even five seconds to actually appreciate that? And I think then my mind went to, well, when would I do that? And then I thought, well, actually running, and I'd be interested to hear your opinion on this, running really fosters an open mindset and a positive mindset because we can often get in this hamster wheel of life where we just kind of uh, go from, you know, everyone's situation is different, but up, work, family, friends, bed, stress, difficulty, busyness, and actually taking the time out. To, and that's that's one of the things we promote on this podcast and through Outside and Active is being able to take time to, to focus on a healthy health and fitness lifestyle if you can. And I think running is something that which fosters what you're talking about because it's being gra- grateful am I going to do that in my in my lunch break when I'm eating food and chat to people am I going to do that you know when I just before I'm going to bed maybe if I'm, I'm journaling but actually running it's that space it's that connection with the outdoors it's the connection with other people and gives you that opportunity to, to, to have that grateful conversation with yourself do you think that the mm-hmm. running plays obviously plays a big part on that but how how, how important is that connection yeah, I think it's huge, personally. And, and like you said, we're, we're not here to kind of downplay any form of running or movement, you know, whether people are chasing PBs or setting certain goals for themselves yeah. and, you know, and whether they're working towards marathons or 10Ks or ultras or 5Ks, counts to 5K. Like I said, whatever your relationship with running, whatever your reason for, for running, it's fantastic. Just hopefully, you know, I, I know a lot of people, as you probably do, and uh, where we sometimes put a bit too much pressure on ourselves, 
you know, and we kind of use it to go against us and become slightly obsessive with it. And, and if we don't do certain things, then, you know, for me, you know, when it comes to, to running and uh, not well, movement as a whole, but, you know, if we're talking about running specifically, then, you know, it should be a space or an environment in which, yeah, you know, like we said, there's some science behind it. We're kind of out there, we're we're moving forwards, you know, the, the, the all the endorphins and that going, all the scientific nature of running and all the value that it brings. Yeah, add the frequency of mindful movement to that, i.e. gratitude, and all of a sudden it can take you places, you know. And, uh, you know, for some people, love the place it takes you if they hit a certain goal and, you know, they hit a certain mile or 200 metres or whatever the scenario is. And so for me, like I said, it's all, I've always leaned into this more more than more than the other. It's just been my relationship with it, you know, and uh, where it's an area in my life where, you know, I've got many areas of my life where I feel there's pressure and there's stress and there's anxiety and, and all that lovely stuff, which is part of life. And I think we spoke about it earlier on in this conversation. Yep. You've got to embrace it all because otherwise it would just chew you up. And, uh, and yeah, you know, running has been a big learning for that. The kind of running and life, there's a, there's a coming together there, which is like the resilience to just, just keep going, just, you know, breaking it down to a day at a time, to a mile at a time, to not feeling like it some days, but getting out there anyway, you know, all these kind of stuff, which uh, absolutely is the same story to life. So, there's loads of learnings in there, and um, and like I said, there's a frequency just around more mindful movement, being aware about your environment, being around, you know, being aware about what's around you. I don't know about you, but sometimes I could go out and I, you know, some people um, have this experience on a car journey, and then you get back and you wonder what the hell just happened because oh, you've just totally. been in your head, and uh, you know, but actually, you know, consciously, I done it the other day, I done it on Sunday, and it doesn't matter because like the mind's a tricky, tricky business sometimes. It always tells you it's the first time. All the experience that I've had, all the evidence that I've got, everything I'm talking to you about now, you know, over the last 10, 12 years, still on Sunday, I kind of had to tell myself it's okay to stop and just to take 30 seconds. No one, you know, no one's going to kill you. No one's hiding in the bushes and going to jump <laughs> out of you and uh, whatever. It's okay to just stop. You know, no one's timing me. I, I don't care about that. So it's just funny how the mind works, you know, and... Um, and it's just, yeah, you've always got a kind of, well, I say your way, it does sound like a relentless task, but most of the time, you just got to be kind of kind to yourself and not beat yourself up too much. And tomorrow's another day, the next run's another run. And, uh, and yeah, that gratitude piece, I think, is a fundamental part of, of any kind of learning process, really. And, and like you said, well, whilst out, it, it can change a lot. It can change your perspective on something. It could change your relationship. It could change a, a certain you know, conversation you need to have because it just allows you to that time whilst out to maybe look at, you know, take responsibility, look at the part that you have in this situation, look at what you can do um, or won't be what you can say. And before you know it, you're back and, you know, something positive has happened and you've had a run, which is also great. So win-win. And so yeah. Run Grateful kicks yeah. off in 2020. How was the community... See, some of them will be the existing running community. Some people will be brand new to the running community and this will be an avenue into it. How have they, how has that grown and, and kind of flowered over the past few years? Oh, it's just been, it's been overwhelming, really. Um, so it kind of happened by accident, to be fair, because yeah, COVID happened. <laughs> as most, I, I as most good things do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I said, there, there, there's certain... There's certain things that have happened over the years which have transitioned over to run grateful for my your town days, you know, which just is obvious and it's the way it's always meant to be. It's always there's a common thread going through my work and you know, my approach and, and how I see the world. Uh, but a good friend of 
my catching the one of our your town running groups. Um, he we were meant to do an ultra together, our first ultra, which is something brand new to me. Um, a bit like when I got into running, uh, a good friend of mine, when I the guy that got me into running. Um, I remember saying to him after two or three months, I don't know if running's for me. I don't know, just I might try other things, you know, but I don't know if it's for me. And because I was putting pressure on myself, um, etc. And he said, one day it feel like walking. So as soon as he said that, my relationship with it changed forever. And you know, all the work that I'd done for the last, you know, eight, ten years prior to that, you know, because like I said, I, I was getting up to certain things in the well-being space, in inverted commas. So all of a sudden, that relationship married up for me, and, and I never looked back. But fast forward to this this guy, Danny, a good guy, like I said, captain of the Yorktown Runners over in Chesham in Hertfordshire. He was talking about ultras, uh, ultras, and I've never done a marathon either. And, um, right. Anything over 10K, I used to get bored. And he said, no, ultras, it's, it's not like marathons. He said, it's time outdoors and it's time on your feet. And the way he positioned that to me, I was like, wow, that sounds attractive. That definitely sounds inviting to me. So we signed up to our first ultra together. COVID happened. Obviously, it all got postponed. And then uh, he, he messaged me and he said, he's, he's come across this thing, this 24-hour thing. You run a mile on the hour every hour for 24 hours. And then in between the miles, uh, this guy had done odd jobs around the house just to make a bit of a YouTube video out of it. So I was like, that's cool. And you do a 5K, actually, in between that. So uh, collectively, it's a marathon distance within the 24 hours. Yeah. So I was like, that's cool. Yeah, I'll be spontaneous. I'll do that, no problem. Uh, I didn't do the odd jobs. I chose to share and dedicate every mile to gratitude. And I jumped on my uh, social media and shared images about people, places, things, and run grateful was born. Because like I said gratitude running, mindful movement, mindful running. Um, I was getting up to that anyway. So now I was just taking it more mainstream. And uh, yeah, at the end of that 24-hour process, uh, immersing myself in this experience and this deep gratitude and movement, I was like, wow, how could how could other people experience this? What would that be called? How could we open it up to others? So I called it Run Grateful. The 24-hour thing isn't for everybody. So that's when I kind of uh, invited people to say, listen, forget about that. If it's not your bag, start with a grateful mile, whether you walk or run it. And, uh, yeah, ever since, uh, fast forward, uh, now it's got my full focus. It didn't do because I was up to St. Kells for a period of time. But now, yeah, over 80 countries have got involved with what we do. Uh, we've done a 24-hour event in the UK every year. Uh, just took it to Australia. Just come back from uh, Bondi in Sydney where we've done the 24-hour event for Mentorment health month which was really cool um we've got oh, loads loads of stuff that's been thought of loads of stuff that we've done um I've, I've missed loads we've done stuff in primary schools we've kind of piloted some concepts which we're looking to bring to life more in 2024 uh, we've done some amazing work with some amazing organizations um and yeah now the the framework's in place to really accelerate a lot of what we've done because we know it works and, uh, and the people that gravitate towards us and contribute grateful miles over the last few years have got a great deal from it. And, uh, yeah, like I said, been overwhelmed by the people that I've met, the stories that we've heard, um, and to know that we've had a part to play in all that is, is yeah, something worth fighting for. And so that's why next year, two years, is, yeah, we're looking to do a lot of really big, big things around the world. There's a few things in there that you touched on that I've actually written down and I would draw on a couple of them one of which is the the 24 hour event and that's something that we've spoken before is we're going to get involved in in a a team um, because like you said there's the running the Grateful Mile and that sort of gateway to running that you're getting a lot of people through but there are these these events as well which are obviously a challenge and something for people to take on like you said you did with yourself and so they sound interesting and, and exciting 
the other thing is that something weirdly, I don't necessarily plan this, but sometimes guests and the advice that they give previous to to the next relate accidentally. I mean, obviously, you and John, the person who I gave advice to, are runners and in that running world, so there's going to be a natural relation. But the quote which I actually written down one day to feel like walking, which is what your friend had said to you after you were struggling, mm-hmm. is something that John says now for him because I asked him about motivation and difficulty and injuries. He said, well, it does just feel like walking to me sometimes now. Like, yes, it's going to be tough when it's cold and wet and whatever, but it does feel like walking. And I just found that a funny relation, and I'm, I'm glad that you picked up on that yourself. And then the, the final thing, I actually wanted to hold a kind of a mirror up to you about, you know, you're saying it's grown so much. It's in 80 different countries, and there's so many plans for the future and all of these type of things. And you're spending your life asking people to feel grateful and reflect on their lives. And if I held the mirror up to you and say, well, are you able to be grateful and appreciate the positivity that you've spread over the past few years of this and kind of sit back and go, wow, this is like, I'm not done. This isn't the end game, but wow, what we've achieved so far. And and on a personal note, what I've achieved so far is great. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, (laughs) maybe. Humble. uh, No, no. No, I, I don't know what words you want to use, but uh, I do try very hard. And like I say, I do practice what I preach. And, um, you know, it is very important for me. And it's, it's, it's kind of one of the you know, biggest approaches I have with father and my, my daughters is I'd never ask anyone to do anything I wouldn't ever be willing to do myself or have done. Um, so similar, you know, the, the, the power of the Grateful Mile is something I absolutely believe in. Um you know, and to give access to that to others is something I'm very, very passionate about. As uh, I've probably mentioned more than once, and and for me to kind of see it play out, yes, you always kind of there's fine lines. You know, with all this kind of stuff, there's appreciating how far you've come and what you've done, uh, but then there's also knowing that you know you're not even touched the side yet. You know, and uh, and it's not obsessive, it's not unhealthy. It's, it is that it's that relentless. It's like the miles. The miles keep on coming. Yeah. You know, if you if you choose to walk them or run them, you know the days keep on coming. While I'm why I'm here, uh, and why these days still are still here for me, then I just want to do what I can to to do as much as I can. You know, but also with that balance. You know, because I know my priorities. I, I know. You know, I know that nothing happens overnight. I know a lot of what we're talking about now might be a bit romantic to a lot of people. Um, because, yeah, sometimes the world can be quite disheartening and uh, everyone's out for themselves and all this kind of nature and uh, that kind of energy yeah. is a bit overwhelming at times. But I, I honestly believe in, in what we're doing. So for me to take, and you've mentioned the word appreciate, and that's for me what gratitude is largely, is it's just a deep appreciation, you know, deep appreciation for, for the process and, um, you know, knowing that we can't promise Every day is going to be a happy day. You know, run grateful. We can't promise you happiness all the time. You know, we're going to have some dodgy runs. We're going to have some dodgy days, but you will uh, you will get through them. You know, so if we can bring a bit of hope and guide people through as we navigate through the process, um, then, yes, you know, I'm, I'm super keen to know that within myself. So that's where the gratitude comes for how far we've come because everything I'm putting out into the world are things that, that I kind of largely know about but also knowing that I know nothing and I've got so much more to learn as we embark on, on the next stages, you know, and then you're talking about the, the other area of run grateful, which is okay. What does that look like in the scalability? 
you know, could it, you mentioned about the your town and the hyper-local nature of what I described, and yeah, you know, just going to Sydney, you know, gratitude is a global language, you know, it's a global currency, everyone could tap into it at any time, and uh, like I said, movement largely for, for most people. So with that in mind, I do believe I'm grateful for scalable, and then it's just like the, the business side of it, in the mm. commerce, it's like, okay, where's my skill set, what am I good at, can I grow teams, and yep. my, you know, the yeah, how can we grow this? How can we grow partners? How can we get this in? And that's that's muddy nature for me. I just want to do the work, you know. What <laughs> I mean, and uh, you know, and it's not to say I just want to do the good bits. Apart from it, I think we all know eighty percent of it is done behind closed doors, out of the shadows, not having to tell everybody everything all the time, anywhere, because you're just cracking on, making things happen behind the scenes. And part of me sometimes is a is a little bit uh, what's the word I'm looking for. You know, you, you don't want to share everything all the time and put yourself out there necessarily, but you know that one feeds the other and, and, and this is also an important part of of kind of getting out my own way because I want one grateful to reach its full potential. So in order for that to happen, I need to do more things like this. So uh, like I said, there's always learning. Never reach that final destination. I think Nike said it earlier days, you know, because it was their tagline before, just do it. You, you know, there is no finish line. Mm. You know, but but yeah, I believe we've we've got a lot more to do, and uh, and I believe I'm the man to do it. So uh, with with that in mind, I'll see what I can do. And if the day ever comes where I feel like I'm getting in the way, I'll step aside because one grateful is yeah, is is bigger than me. You know, I feel like I've been quoting you, run grateful back at you, but I think it's important for people that might not have gone through your website and see what you do because this one especially, I think will appeal to those that maybe think oh, well why just one mile or why you know why, why would i if i've not run before why would i just do that and it says we're on a mission to help everyone experience at least one grateful mile and you did say this earlier in their lifetime lifetime because we believe it won't stop at one and that's the really important yeah. thing for me it's like yeah. and that's the, the idea of the catching the bug okay for some people it might just be a bit longer than a mile it might be a few months before you really get get it but the idea of this is again. I've used that word again. It's a gateway into it. Yeah, yeah. Chip a chip away, you know. And whether you're going out on a 18 mile marathon training run and them 18 miles, dedicate one to being a grateful mile, even if it's your warm down mile, you know. And if you're obviously on, on a on a mission to hit certain things throughout that training run. There's always room for a grateful mile. So, yeah, like I said, whether you are, you know, we've had people do the 24-hour events that, that are like 100 mile plus, and we've had people do them that have never done, you know, have just kind of got into 5, 10Ks and everything in between. So, yeah, you're, you know, how, how you integrate them into your life um, is, yeah, there's, there's access to everybody no matter where you are on your running journey. And like I said, it could be a gateway into getting into it and all of a sudden you'll walk that mile and then you know a week two weeks later because like anything in life if you're consistent you just find naturally you maybe go a bit further or a bit quicker so that walking a mile after a couple of weeks might turn into walking it a bit quicker then it turn into a little light shuffle and all of a sudden you might go a bit further and then all of a sudden before you know it, you're on the you're on the course to do your first 5k and so oh, where did that start uh, actually it started with a grateful mile so ah oh, okay you weren't expecting that well if you show up that's tend to be what happens, you know, things, things progress and you might think that you are doing things now that you weren't capable of doing. Um, so yeah, all that kind of, it's all, it's all lovely stuff. <laughs> well, I wanted to ask, finally ask you, uh, before I ask you for your piece of advice and where people can go to find out about everything we've spoken about on your social media, there was a picture of you and a group of people doing a social, uh, doing a grateful mile and running with tape over your mouths. And just wanted to ask a bit more about what that was for. 
Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that's something that we get up to with some of the things that we do. Uh, I don't want to talk in riddles, but uh, some of what we put on, I like to leave a bit of open-mindedness to it so people don't quite know what to expect. Uh, but the tape over the mouth, um, you know, I've been doing it for years. It's hit the mainstream uh, this last, however long, the year, 18 months or so. Um, you know, there's deep science behind the value that that could kind of bring, um, which I'm not a scientist to kind of, you know, I know what I know, which is, inspires me to, to do it. But it's just great. You know, my main reason for positioning it within Run Grateful and some of what we do is just that kind of, you know, bringing this back to the present, having an open mind, you know, playing around with your relationship with, with, with running and, and movement, trying new things and just, just experiencing it really, you know, because as many times as we can pull ourselves into the present, uh, the better. And a big way to do that is with the breath. And if we are focused on nasal breathing in particular, I said the science behind why, why yeah. that's better for us anyway, and they kind of less anxiety, less stress. You breathing from different parts of your body. It's not so, you know, it's more diaphragm rather than chest. So all this kind of stuff. But, you know, we weren't actually born to breathe through our mouths, believe it or not. But I don't know about you, but when I run, I tend to breathe through my mouth a lot. So it's just nice when you're forcing yourself. I say forcing yourself like it's hard. It is more difficult but it's not impossible uh and obviously i'm not you know a doctor here so if you've got nasal issues etc then please don't don't try on the back of me <laughs> but warning like, in sign a controlled on the... <laughs> yeah in a controlled environment which we facilitate and being responsible we invite people to maybe experience a mile with tape over their mouths uh just to kind of see how it makes them think and feel really and uh yeah play around with their relationships really, really important for me I think that's something that people will go around, go away and safely do. Uh, I know that's what I'll be doing. But and, uh, what I also want people to go away and do is is find out more about what we've been speaking about and run grateful. And I'm going to use that word again, very grateful for your time. And I think it's something I always want people that listening to this and the things we think about and talk about people to go away and either they might not have heard of before, but be able to actually incorporate into their own journeys themselves and yes it doesn't have to be running like you've said it can be other in other ways it can be walking cycling whatever it may be but having that opportunity to be grateful and to think oh I can actually it's quite an easy thing that I can incorporate into my own journey but it's going to be really impactful um, and it's something that I've maybe not thought about before so I'm very appreciative of your time where can people go to find out more about what you're doing what you're doing what you've been doing and also what's going to be coming up in the future yeah, so I suppose websites is uh, it's best place from grateful.com. You've got a link tree on there, which, well, and that's on our Instagram as well. But, you know, it kind of diverts you into we've got our own podcast as well, uh, Move for Gratitude. Uh, yeah, some, you know, films we created around our 24 hour experiences that we've put on over the last few years, just in, you know, in the UK and, and uh, Sydney, which is incredible. Um, and yeah, you know, just, uh, just genuine information about who we are, what we do, why we do it. Uh, but there's loads to come in 2024, loads of new great stuff, um, which is really exciting. And uh, yeah, like I said, if you're interested in a more mindful approach, um, or you're just getting into running, it's a bit scary, and you find that maybe the way that we are might be a bit more inviting, then yeah, you're more than welcome. And uh, yeah, there, there's a lot more to come from us. So yeah, we see where we see where these feet take us. And the links to those what you've just mentioned will be in the podcast description and also the article on outsideactive.com. I kicked off this podcast offering you a piece of advice from John, who's been running almost, well, every day for almost 30 years. Now is your opportunity to leave a piece of advice for not, not only the listeners, but someone who is coming onto the podcast as a guest in the near future. Yeah, it's a funny old one, advice. Like I said, we're all here and I having our own lived experience. So I think uh, we've, kind of pull it up 
you know, conversation just around, you know, for anyone to be on the same page at any given time is, is, is tough, you know. So I don't know. I think my advice is just, just, I suppose one of the biggest things that changed my life forever, um, back in 2002. So I ended up in rehab when I was like 18. I had my 19th birthday in rehab just for addictions and stuff. So very scary time, very dark, uninspiring. And then through an open mind, that kind of opened up everything for me, you know. And um, so my bit of advice to anybody is have an open mind, you know, and just try anything once or try most things once you know and always ask yourself up front okay what's the worst that's going to happen here so it's all right to go out there and try everything you know if it's going to be a, you know have a negative impact on something then you know try and think twice about it but most things you know, especially when it comes to well-being tape over mouth breath work meditations yeah. mindful you know some people might look at mindful movement and go what's all that about it's a bit bit too much for me no thank you very much you know like, you crack on you do you i do me and all that <laughs> judgmental mind but actually you know, is doing a mindful, you know, bit of mindful movement, you know, having a bit of mindfulness in your life, doing a great while. Is it going to do any harm, really? It might not be for you, but at least try it. If at the end of it, we go back to that kind of mission vision stuff, if after a grateful mile, you email us and say, you were full of shit, no, thank you very much, <laughs> mate, I feel absolutely terrible, then fair enough. But I don't think it's going to happen. So, yeah, you know, uh, it's a bit of a long answer there. But, you know, my bit of advice is always have an open mind, uh, be be willing to to try most things and um yeah you know you'll you'll be okay i love it i look forward to passing that along mark thank you so much no rise thanks so much take it easy thank you for listening to this week's episode of the outside and active podcast how are your new year's resolutions going uh, let us know over at be outside be active on instagram send us a dm send us a message about how you're getting on how you're spending new years and also drop us a follow and you can check out more from Outside and Active at outsideandactive.com. You can go through and check all of our previous episodes with amazing guests on the podcast, either on Apple, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this. And like I said at the beginning, please share with someone, a friend, a family member, a colleague who might benefit from these conversations and enjoy them just as much as you. Thank you for that in advance. Thank you to Mark for coming on the podcast. I very much value your time and the Really inspirational story that you told, and I think Run Grateful is doing an amazing thing. You can go and check that out in the podcast description. It's down there, um, or wherever you're listening to this, there should be a link in the description, or just head to Run Grateful on Mark's social media. I'll be back next week with another episode of the Outside Native Podcast. My name's Dominic Brown, and until then, enjoy the outdoors. <laughs>